0: Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. If you would like to make a positive impact in the life of a disadvantaged child, one of the quickest and easiest ways is to support the work of today's sponsor, SavetheChildren.org. They labor hard every day to give children a healthy start in life. Indeed, they've delivered lasting results for millions of disadvantaged children in the United States and around the world. The work they do is even more urgent today. The COVID-19 pandemic has left many children without caregivers, out of school, and exposed to violence and exploitation. However, you can help. With your support, SaveTheChildren.org can help children in unsafe households and provide those in need with learning supplies. For example, you can feed a child breakfast, lunch, and dinner for only $10 or provide educational toys and activities to engage eager out-of-school learners with a $35 donation. Help children get a healthy start in life. Go to savethechildren.org forward slash savekids to make your financial donation today. That's savethechildren.org org forward slash, save kids. Thank you. Today's reading was edited and adapted from Youth and Opportunity by Thomas Tapper, published in 1912. Education is the result of that process which liberates the power within us. With this power, we work in our environment and to the degree that we conquer environment itself, we succeed. For no person may be said truly to succeed who, instead of mastering the world, is overcome by it. Education has to do with mind power, and how spiritually, to direct it into forms of activity that are enduring. The real individual must To secure the highest experience in life, submit their mind to a stern training. You must make it exercise itself in such a way that you, its master, may drive yourself out into more and yet more valuable experience. This does not imply that success in life comes from great scholarship alone, for aside from the education of schools which is the first step everyone may find in their environment, the inspiration for a remarkable training in the university of life. There are many steps to be taken while a little child grows into the adult who succeeds in the profession of their choosing. In that time there is an infinite number of lessons to be learned. Every one of these lessons has its single purpose, to make the mind act, and by action to gain strength, and by gaining strength to be able to store up power. Education is not complete when your school days are past; the lessons are not ended, and you are not free. As a matter of fact, the greatest book in the world is about to be open to you, the Book of Life. The most difficult lesson is now before you, how to live divinely. Be you rich and idle, or poor and industrious, the responsibility of life is before you, and your responsibility is this. Being a child of the divine creative energy, you are therefore divine, and life must be divinely lived. To discover the full import of your divinity, to give you power to work on the higher plane of life, is the one purpose of education. Hence the mind must be trained to such a degree of power, that when you are let out, it will be able to deal with the environment without, and the desires within, and produce good things. Your body must be the obedient servant of your mind. It must act in perfect harmony with the mental demands made upon it, so that the things it creates with the hands and the words it speaks with tongue and lips shall be perfect after their kind. How shall you get this education? No one can say definitely, for every person is a unit of divine energy different from every other unit. What you must do to develop the fullness of your power, you must discover for yourself. However, some conditions are true for all of us, and they are these. Everything you are called upon to do, you can do perfectly. Not perhaps the first time, but ultimately. What you must reach for is that ultimate perfect action. Every task you are called upon to do is not in itself a final act, but an initial act. Every task is suggestive of something higher than itself. Every task and object you contribute to the world is a real thing, something that other people will look at and by it be more or less influenced. Now as every object or task that you contribute to your environment defines you, you should take care that it defines you correctly. The task and the thing are photographs of your mental vision. The more care you take with the negative, the better picture of your intentions you will present to your environment and your times. The records of the past And the amazing activities of the present are for you numberless roads to follow. Whichever highway you elect to travel fixes your direction. You can travel the road both bravely and helpfully. Bravely in that you have faith that it leads you where you must go. Helpfully in that you leave evidence of the work of your mind and hands as you go along and in that it shall inspire love of work in those who come after, and faith in the direction of the road. Of the countless things you can learn, none should tempt you save those which give you the greatest strength for traveling your road, and the keenest power of vision as you ascend its hills. If education teaches you this point of view, and shows you that you travel your chosen road to find the source of that divine mind, of which your own mind is a part, you have then grasped its fullest significance. Now, as I have said, school is the beginning of life, and life is the greatest school in the world. The process of education begins with the child's first crying grasp at the atmosphere into which it is born and it continues to the last conscious act of life. The young man or woman who leaves school for the life of the business world is still the same individual. The change consists only in substituting one set of tasks for another. The stimuli that call forth the power have changed, but the call to the power itself is clear and distinct business itself is an elastic word in its broadest sense the word business refers equally to the laborer who gives only what seems to be physical strength as to the inventor or scholar who gives mental power in either case the reward is for power expended it has been pointed out by arnold bennett that in the popular sense of the word it is impossible for all people to succeed. This is not an indictment against the word success, but against our use of it. Every human being can succeed in the path that is open to them. That is, you can succeed by pressing forward if you will, which means if you will it. In every person there is something which can be increased something that liberates the real individual and permits more expression of the divinity which is fundamental to us all it may mean a humble calling rather than one of fame or fortune but there is need of all these forms of being and each spells success every person succeeds after their kind all that is essential is that you be a vital worker in whatever work you do A mouse is just as much alive as an elephant, despite the difference in their books. But it would avail nothing for an elephant to attempt to succeed as a mouse, or a mouse as an elephant. This measure and meaning of success are precisely what is developed by business, or by a person's daily work. It may be, on the one hand, the apparently simple task of digging a ditch, or on the other, the guiding of a national crisis. Some measure of a person is called out in both cases, and you can win success at either task. So, if we employ the word as meaning a person's daily labor, it is a great word, and it shows clearly the direction from which success comes. A woman or man at work is not only free, But they are of use to the world. Their presence is not a burden. They are lifting their share of the load. They are an active unit in a growing community. So long as you honor your work by performing it well, by putting 100% of yourself into it every day, you continually increase your ability you change yourself gradually into a more highly efficient agent in the world's work. Every person has been given a golden gift called a day. It is a wonderful unit of time, for within it there is room not only for hours of business cares, but hours when you are free. These are great hours, and they are not hours that have passed, nor hours yet to come. They are the minutes at hand. Yesterday is but a dream, and tomorrow is only a vision, but today well lived makes every yesterday a dream of happiness, and every tomorrow a vision of hope. What value has today? Many a person has so employed their spare time as to become world famous in one line or another. Hugh Miller, the Scottish geologist, is a case in point. He worked as a stonemason all his life. He did not merely quarry stones, however. He looked at them with an observant and analytical mind. After some years of patient study, and inquiry about the raw material of his daily work, he wrote a book called Old Red Sandstone. No novel is more fascinating and no novel is half so instructive. It is the result of a worker thinking about the material of their labor. It is the product of a laborer's thought while they worked and while they had leisure. It is an evidence that work can be thought about to advantage, and it made the author famous as a geologist. Not only did Hugh Miller become a famous geologist, being primarily a faithful laborer, but he became a philosopher. He turned a Scottish stone quarry into a college. He said that work abounds with opportunity for pleasure and for education. That quote, toil and hardship are severe, but noble teachers. Thus it is that we are forever forced to believe in the humble. When Tolstoy sought the greatest thing in life, he found it not in the learning of the aristocracy, but in the faith of the humble. The stability of life lies in the people as a whole. For out of the people comes all the worth, all the beauty, all the seed, all the blessings that encircle our lives. The Inspirational Living Podcast is a production of The Living Hour. Get the best of our podcast in heirloom hardcover or digital ebook by visiting inspirationallifelessons.com. Thanks for listening. I look forward to talking with you next time.